Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 233. We're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, we're going to do some toot it or boot it, and we're going to talk about my weird and strange Friday afternoon, and we're going to take some questions from our listeners, hopefully. I put the call out just now, but before we get to all of that, my name is John, and joining me every week is the Cesaro to my Jack Swagger, Marianne. Hello. We have not done that one. Yeah, I kind of figured we had. But I am your Cesaro. I'm and, everyone's Cesaro. And I'll, I will be Jack Swagger, I guess. It's fine. fine. He's it. doing bigger and better things now. Absolutely. Uh, Marianne, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, really slow week. Um, tried to be productive yesterday. Um, my room is not very big. I'm living in my childhood bedroom again. And so, and for some reason, makeup just keeps appearing in my room. Mm. And I don't know where it's coming from. And so I have like no room for it. So I was trying to switch desks because I have this tiny black desk. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough room like anywhere. And I don't have a vanity. So when I do my makeup, I have to turn to the side. So I was uh, like, okay, maybe I'll move it to my desk, but this desk is tiny. So there's no way in hell it's gonna fit everything. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh God, I don't even use this desk anyway. Side note, I'm sitting at it right now. <laughs> um, but like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this or oh, I'm gonna go shopping online for frames. But then I'm like, oh, I don't wanna live at home forever. And then put the dedication of putting up pictures. Uh-huh. You know, so my my room is just like a disorganized, like, chaotic mess but in disarray and i gave up yes yeah it's it's not good but um i just need to redo things um i don't know i got did i tell you that i got a message from somebody at my work last week asking me to measure my front desk no did i have i complained about how much i hate my desk at work you probably have but at this okay. moment in time I it don't is recall. not big enough for the work that for my job description for what i do okay i basically do two people's jobs Mm-hmm. and uh, plus I am at the front desk, so three. So I don't have enough desk space to do everything, and most, like, if you have a cubicle, you have higher, um, like, pin pads to, like, pin things up. I don't have that because mm. I'm at a counter, basically, and I had, like, a, a filing cabinet that was in my way that kept me from rolling all the way across because I have I have length, but I don't really have width. Mm-hmm. And I can't really roll across because I have four phones at my desk. I barely even use mine. And I can't unplug these phones because they're hooked to the internet. So if I unplug these, if I unplug the phone that's plugged to my computer, I lose the internet. So I have to keep it there. And so I have a printer, a scanner, two computers, and four phones at my desk. And then I have to have all of these other things. And so I don't have enough room. And so I get this email from this girl in the company and she says can you measure the front desk we're going to order a couple things for the front desk and i said okay i'm going to be real here it won't fit i'm just telling you right now i was like i have all of this up at the front i don't even have enough room to do my regular work with what i have set up now 
It's mm. not going to work. Mm. And so I gave her the measurements and she asked me to take pictures. And I took pictures and I was like, it, it, it ain't going to fit. And so I had told her I had spoken to I had told her that I had spoken to my supervisor about it, who had seen my desk and knows the workload that I have because she used to work the same type of job or she does the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, yeah, that won't do. And so I'm like, OK, I have Jenna on my side. So maybe she'll be like, you need a different workspace. Mm. And I was like, can I just please have fucking two desks? please because this is not working and so i spent most of last week like doing my job but also cleaning the shit out of my desk like i got rid of that filing cabinet and she told me you should ask your boss if you're going to get rid of it i'm like first of all it's empty and both of the drawers are broken i'm fucking tossing that fucker Uh uh-uh and so i did and i was like and she's never even behind my desk she wouldn't even know it was gone right you know, and so I was like, yeah. I moved that. I vacuumed fucking everything. I dusted in the office. I was like, I don't have enough to do. And then on Friday, I had to wait for this company. This is just bitch fest right now. I had to wait for this company to come and pick up a bunch of boxes for an HOA that they stole from our company, which they keep actively poaching wow. our HOAs. Actively Crazy. poaching. I'm talking like the rich HOA. Like my, comp- like my company got thought out because the parent company now wanted to expand farther south. Uh-huh. And once they bought us out, all of our Southern associations started bailing. And so like the reason why they wanted to go South is now pointless because all of those associations are like, um, no, and then right. leaving. Wow. And so this com- yeah, this company in Monterey is poaching all of our Monterey associations mm-hmm. by literally buddying up with the board members and going golfing with them because half of these associations share a golf course. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh, and then one of my managers was like, yeah, I went out there to drop something off. And I literally saw the owner of Regency Management out there golfing with the board president. So I know we're losing them. And I'm like, that's so fucking rude. And so they were supposed to come and pick up this box with all of these things. And I had told her the day before she wasn't responding to my emails, but she was responding to my coworker Natasha's emails. And Natasha doesn't even work in Morgan Hill. She works in Danville, which is hella far away. And I was like, Look, I was like, this girl is not emailing me back. I've told her I'm going to be in the office between 1130 and four. And she needs to come in then if she's coming in on Friday. And she said, okay, she said she'll be in, she'll be on her, she's on her way now. And I was like, she could have told me that she's not responding to my emails, which is like, really? Like respond to my emails, please, for the love of God. Um, cause I'm the only one in the office. Right. And so she said to me at 1230, she's like, okay, I'm on my way. I'll see you soon. Bitch didn't show up until 345. Wow. Whoops. Whoa. Sorry. I dropped my microphone. Um, <laughs> it fell off my stand, but she didn't show up till 345. And I had told my coworker, uh, it's been two hours and she's still not here. I don't have enough to do today to warrant me staying in the office by myself, twiddling my thumbs, waiting for her to show up. She showed up literally 10 minutes before I was supposed to leave the office. Mm-hmm. It was so disrespectful. Yikes. That's crazy. I was like, I was so mad. I was like, my Friday's ruined, but whatever. Like the week, the week has been fine. Um, Odie has gotten, uh, he's warmed up to me, I think. Um, I gave him a little, I gave him a little milk bone smeared with some cream cheese on it Mm -hmm. today. And he's been staring intently at me. He hasn't cried. He didn't cry when my parents left the other day. I mean, he started to, but I was like, no, you're going to sit next to me and watch TV with me. And so we watched Drag Race. Nice. Which you still haven't watched. No. And, uh, and so he watched TV with me and I was eating leftover pizza and I was giving him the crust and he was just staring intently. And I was like, I think I've won him over. (laughs) So... 
hopefully that works. He still doesn't like being on my bed, but whatever. It's also uh, today is Sunday, so it's Mother's Day. Have you said yes? It is Mother's Happy Day. Happy Mother. Have you called your mother? I did. Yes. Or as John Moxley said last week, call your grandmother. Call your grand. Well, I uh, unfortunately can't do that. Um, yeah. So I don't have to. My grandmother lives with me. Right. <laughs> um. Yes, I did. I did call my mom a little while ago. Um, yeah, today's been weird. Um, I'm pretty tired. Um, I accidentally broke our crock pot. <gasps> um, yeah. How? Um, we were reorganizing stuff and I brought it out to, um, we were going to make something in it. Reorganizing yeah. is a great feeling. Well, not when you, dr- when the crock pot falls off the counter and Fucking john you could probably get a good crock pot at like goodwill if they were open but they're not yeah we i mean it, that's how this day started um i've been very tired uh but my friday was pretty oh, interesting <laughs> um so this week uh we at um that hashtag guys, show the story this story is gonna make whatever i just said be really horrifically underwhelming and boring <laughs> which it was anyways but continue john so uh there is a virtual i believe it's called the virtual fan expo virtual pop expo i'm sorry virtual pop expo um and it is an online at, like it sounds it's an online convention is it um, usually an online convention or is it just because of this i think it's just because of this i could be wrong and we were going to be doing a panel for uh for wrestling and all week we've been trying to get people to be on the panel and it was kind of a it was kind of hard i'll let you know that um i'm trying to find the panel that's great there it is so shut up john so (laughs) you guys i'm mad about this so we had we had um because my mike rome uh wwe monday night raw ring announcer he's so funny he um he had been confirmed for a while. We confirmed him for a while, and we were trying to get other people. And you know, G- you know Jim, right? Jimmy Velasco. He goes to PWG. Yeah. Um, he's been he's been doing a lot of stuff with us, and he's part of our our hashtag show wrestling team now. And we were trying to put this panel together, and I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. He said, I talked to Drew Gulak and Gulak's interested in doing the panel. Also, I asked Noelle Foley if she would want to do it. She seems pretty interested. And I'm trying to confirm if Gargano wants to do it. Did you cry? Don't I was, lie. No, I didn't cry. I was, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, wait, what? So we were waiting for everyone to confirm. Everyone was confirmed. And then I think Gargano confirmed maybe the day of. He just needed to know what time it was. Imagine if you had Tony Nice on your panel. <laughs> I would have been respect. I would have been respectful <laughs> to Tony Nice, to Anthony Nice. If you if you had Oni Lorkin on your panel, I would have called him Biff, like on accident. If I, I was have. you, so we you what? I may have. I said I yeah. might. Um, so I was like, is there something you didn't tell me? <laughs> So it's supposed to be me, Neeson, and and Jimmy hosting. Uh, Neeson was having some horrible lag issues with his internet. So on the fly, we basically, because at first it was me, I think it was me, Jimmy, and 
it was me, Jimmy Neeson, and Gargano just in the chat, just talking, which was fun. Uh, you know, once again, I when I met Gargano back in what WrestleMania thirty one that weekend when we went to all those shows, he was John was was certified adorbs. <laughs> he was super great then, and uh, you know, still super great now. So th- that's that's good to know. I would have addressed the Dustin bullying. The what? The how Dustin bullies him so hard online. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, everyone starts to file in and we kind of have to go on the fly because Neeson, Neeson's like, I can't do this. It's too it's too laggy. So you have to take the controls and do it. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> so uh, the panel went pretty well. It's basically it's just, you know, a bunch of WWE personalities talking about nerdy stuff and how it affects their uh, everyday lives and stuff. And it was super fun. I believe it's going to be up on YouTube after the fact. I'll make sure to link it for everyone to watch. Uh, it was super cool. Everyone was so nice. And I think uh, when Disneyland reopens, we might all be going to Disneyland. That sounds amazing. I actually brought up Disneyland to True Gulak because after you told me this, I messaged him and I was like, so you just did like an interview with my really good friend, John. And I was like, and I'm mad at him because he didn't call you like Trailblazer Diamond Laser, which is like my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Your reasoning is quite true, though. It would have taken you 20 minutes to list them off. Because what are they again? Legal Eagle, Regal Beagle, Game Changer, Trailblazer, Diamond Laser, Ukulele Pick and Wild Card, Karate Chop Action, University City Stretcher, First Time, Long Time, Drew Gulak. Yes. (laughs) I got it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would have taken I, I, forever. Yeah, it would have taken forever. Um, and he remembered, say, he was like, oh, yeah, he was really cool. I remember him saying that he was a really big Chikara fan. And I yes. thought that was awesome. And he was like, and I wanted to thank him for that. Oh. Um, I was like, yeah, John was the biggest <laughs> Chikara fan. It, it's like, the biggest. It sucked because my audio, my camera and my audio went out when I was going to ask my Mike Rome question, but Jimmy picked up on it and asked asked my question but i did get back in time to ask drew gulak about chikara which was great because i said what was my question i think i might still have it in the tornado tag radio notes i might have not deleted them my question to him was a swamp monster a colony of ants uh friends in similar tights and a time traveling leader of the band could you talk about how Chikara trailblazed uh, the intertwining of professional wrestling and pop culture. Uh, and Dude, friends it, in similar tights. And why didn't you, was Johnny, Johnny Gargano was in friends yes. in similar tights. Yes, so he, when I said friends <laughs> in similar tights, Gargano kind of smiled. And Gulak said, well, you have two Chikara alumni in there. I'm like, I know friends in similar tights. I knew what I was doing, and they laughed about that. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. And I made... Afterwards, I said, um, I know, you know, this isn't really the place, but I'm just going to get on my soapbox and say, if anyone hasn't checked out Chikara, who's watching this, you definitely should. And everyone was in agreement. So it's so funny. I'll, I'm going to pull up the conversation I had with Drew um, because he was very much behind this. Um, he was like, I would have thanked him, but I forgot. And I told him we were going to do a podcast where we tried to retell the mythology of Chikara while steadily getting more and more drunk. But I would just end up dedicating an entire episode to the Tim Donst angle, <laughs> which no one wants to hear. And he was like, like, so drunk history that only a few people would understand. Yes. 
quite literally and only. He was like, that sounds amazing. I would totally listen to that. And I was like, yeah, more people would actually understand it than you would think. And he was like, you should still do it. Just set a timer so you know how long you're going. And I was like, like I'd even listen to that by Don's Love Knows No Bounds. And he was like, I wonder what he's been up to. <laughs> Oh man. And I was like, don't get me started, Drew. You don't even understand. Like <laughs> But yeah, he he wanted to say thank you so much. I mean thought that was really cool that you liked yeah. Chikara so much. Well, that's great. So, I mean I'm it, really happy for you. That was really cool. Jared was really audibly jealous though. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um it should be up it like it's gonna go live on virtual pop expo in two hours, but this podcast will not be available then, so yeah, but uh, Jaron said, "We get it, John. You're cool, and you make cash money moves." <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> it was it was yeah, it was it was a you trip. Mean- I remember afterwards, I stopped the recording and made sure I saved it, and I just went, "What the fuck is my life right now?" Yeah, and then you sent a real real you guys. He wasn't trying to be a snob fest, but he was like. What have you guys been doing? I've been doing nothing. But uh, I mean, I did do this today. And then he fucking shows that shit. And I literally, I think I sent like 10 messages where I was just steadily getting more and more angry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was like, I keep getting pissed off. And I was like, you didn't call him a diamond laser. What's wrong with you? Yeah. But also, he will say he didn't cry over Johnny Gargano. And that's a fucking lie. I didn't. He did. You teared up like the the Indian when the person littered. I didn't know that I, commercial I, I made. Did not. I was a professional. Uh huh. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you don't have to believe it, but you can believe one thing, and that is that AEW Dynamite was live this week. Smush that segue in there. <laughs> and we had Jr. Excalibur and Tony. We back, y'all. Everybody's here. Tony just fucking nailing that paycheck. Oh, he knows what's up. And it was good to He's see Excalibur. He's working more than anyone. Yes, it was good to see Excalibur and JR back as well. Who I guess Excalibur is doing the, the dark matches or the, the AEW dark. Yes. Yes. So at least he's doing something. So we start off this week, uh, and I will say we had, and I could already tell, like the whole show felt different because... And it was outdoors. It was outdoors, and they had, you could tell they had more people there, so they had the wrestlers out there, and then what appeared to be, like, smattered throughout, they had, like, maybe a couple of fans, it seemed. Or people's families. Or people's families, so, I mean, it I felt... like, there's children here. Yeah, it felt different, and I really liked that, and, I mean, right off the bat, we had a, a pretty good match between Joey Janela and Cody and right on right here we are the first we're going to do toot toot and boot later but we're going to do it right now tutor boot that tinsel that Janela had hanging in the front of his gear okay um oh boy it's definitely a choice Mm. the placement was really weird and I think you can agree with that yes tinsel is more of a shoulder back jacket fabric Mm-hmm. especially if it's shiny so mm-hmm. because you can like t- like if it's not shiny it's not really tinsel and it's more like fringe but honestly the thing that did it for me like i it was the, the placement it was like just in the front and i was like what is what is happening but i'm obviously gonna say boot like let's be real too joey does not make the best fashion decisions but he's lucky that it's endearing all right it's not like boot. it's not like he's trying right to like be serious about it he's just like i am uh, fucking weird like 
I don't even know how to classify Joey Janela, honestly. You can't even just say I'm a bad boy. It's like, there's something wrong with you. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what is, what is happening here? But yeah, he, that was, it was a choice. And then late he, it turns out that he was keeping the tinsel on. Right. Which is like, to me, not a wise move. No, it seemed just Like very wrestling weird. with your hair down. Like it just, it's which he also snag does. on everything. Yeah, it was. And it just like, it's like, I understand it's Joey and he's just like, what's, he's like Euro trash without being European. But he but tinsel in the front just automatically just draws your eyes to the crotch area maybe that's what he was trying to do yeah but why it's high i mean it's like hiding everything because he's a bad boy i don't know i don't fucking get it i don't understand (laughs) i mean honestly i could ask him i mean yeah. what was that it was a choice it was a choice so whatever i don't know it's a boot though boot for sure it was a boot now, also, after the match started, was joking about how Tony, like about Tony not having any blood to donate. <laughs> He's like, Tony went to go donate blood, but he doesn't have any to donate. And I'm like, yeah. OK, that's a low blow. How dare you? That man has more heart. Um, but it, which reminds me, donate blood if you can, bitches. There you go. If you can donate blood, donate blood, especially if you're like me and you have O negative. Oh, nice. The universal donor. There you go. So definitely do that. Only 6% of the population has O negative. O negative. So, there you go. Yeah, so o negative is the universal donor. AB negative is the rarest blood type. So if you have that, definitely do that as well. Um, if you have RH for some bizarre reason, which is like unheard of, definitely. But I'm sure that you just have to do that regularly right. as a responsibility anyways. But yeah, O negative. What, what blood type are you, John? I don't know. What? You've never been curious to find out? No, I I'm I can't. I'm very bad at giving giving blood giving, and I even am too. talking about it right now. Yeah, I am too. I can't handle it. And people are like, you have tattoos and you have piercings and blah blah blah. And I'm like, it's not the same as having a needle stuck in your arm and having it stay there Ugh. and pull something out, which is not natural. Mm. Like you should not be doing it. I've gotten better. I used to, I had to take, I hadn't had my blood drawn in years. And when I went in, they took seven vials. Oh God. All right. And I was crying so hard and I almost broke my stepdad's hand. Like my ears were plugged because I was lying down and there's my ears were full of tears. Yeah. It was not my best moment, but I'm better at it now, especially if like, I know I really need to do it. So if it's me telling you to donate blood and you're okay with doing that, definitely do it. Especially if you have O negative blood. But yeah, getting off my soapbox. Ugh. Yikes! Ugh. Uh, this Blood match, was, this match was uh, was pretty good. I mean, we had a lot of crazy stuff. We had the uh, we had Janela doing Cody's running from the entrance all the way back to the ring thing, which I do not understand. I don't it's either. So weird. It's like you're not getting that much momentum. What are you a Looney Tune? I guess I, I don't know. This is, ugh. It's very strange. Um, Cody's moonsault, like this was moon crazy moonsault one of two for the evening. We'll get yes, to the other one was, later. This was not a clean moonsault. No, it was for effort. Yeah. It was like he did like a weird. He did it, and then he was like, "Oh, I don't remember where I am." So he did like a twisty boy thing. Yeah, and I'm like that's not a moonsault. Really, yeah. you have to go all the way around, and he did like a weird. It wasn't a, a corkscrew; would have been. It was cooler. like a side. It was like a side move. It was like he jumped backwards. It was almost like he was jumping into a pool. It was like yes. a super lazy, like casual. Yeah, it was. It was just not a clean moonsault. Yeah. and I say this as the moonsault expert. And then, especially since people have such gorgeous moonsaults, Chuck Taylor, we're in the audience. So, 
You just made the list. So I believe he also got hit with a crazy reverse superplex. And it was it looked dangerous. Yeah, it was ugh, not not great. Um, well, he did the super. Pl- well, I don't even know who did it to who. You couldn't tell because it was so dangerous looking. Yeah. Ugh. There was also a very uh, nice transition into a power slam, which was very cool. I think that yeah. was done a little after the reverse superplex. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cody nicely, looked pretty smooth. Yeah, nicely done, Codes. Um, but, John, do you know what also rhymes with Cody? Brody? No. But, yeah. Odie. Oh, Odie, yes. I'm going to start calling him Cody Lou. Cody Lou. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can you just play Cody's theme song whenever he enters a room? Oh, my God. Wrestling yeah. has more than Odie one. Lou, just Codes. <laughs> codes um i just have a note that says this match is great so i had a good time watching it and we it also uh we got to see the best looking crossroads i think we've seen since AEW started absolutely it was so good yeah it was great i don't know who to credit with that because because the crossroads is one of those like some moves it's like you have to like it's not just the person giving it i mean that's in most cases it's like both it has to be on both people's part but Joey is used to not caring about his body, so mm. it shows. Um, oh my God. Uh, we had a video package about the women's division, and, and it was very were, well done. They were hyping up Penelope. Yeah. And I was like, fine, now we just need Allie. Now, yeah, I wonder what is, I mean, I know Allie is, quote unquote, a manager at this point, but I th- they really need to get her back in the ring. But also, I think it's because I think well, all three of them live kind in of a manager Canada. Too. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I don't know why they don't do that with Allie where she can do both. It seems very strange. I don't know. But Nyla comes out and she's just like, Tony's obviously scared of her. Yes. <laughs> Considering the people at Tony interviews, that's just hilarious to me. And I remember just thinking, oh, I love Nyla. Like, she's so good on the mic, but then the face that Britt Baker made afterwards was even better. So yes. I don't know which one I love more. Uh, Britt Baker slowly, <laughs> well, not slowly, fastly becoming one of our favorites after being the worst thing ever. Uh, with a bad choice in Boyfriend, too. Well, yeah. Baby. Imagine if you had Adam Cole on your interview. I, You know I mean, what? Adam I would Cole love... And Tony Nese. I would love, you know, I wonder if I, if I ever interviewed Adam Cole, if I would be, be like, look, man, you, uh, made a believer out of me for sure. I used to like, not like you at all. I wonder if I would have the guts to do that. I mean, we both know I would. Yeah. I know you would. Yeah. I make all sorts of mistakes all the time. Foot and mouth constantly. My God. Uh, (laughs) dude, I'm just thinking of all the people I was like, okay. So Jaren's favorite is obviously Drew Gulak that's one of his favorite wrestlers ever yours yeah. is Johnny Gargano and I was like yo and I, I told I told Drew I was like if Cesaro was on this I would have lost my goddamn mind <laughs> I I would have been like oh that's another Chikara person yeah that would have been three I almost wore oh. just speaking of Gulak I almost wore my Malenko shirt but I didn't would have dug the fuck out of that i know i should have worn it i don't know why i didn't oh, john well Did you know why i was also i was also is seeing as everyone was wwe employees i was trying to stick with wwe themed gear just because i didn't want to you know make anyone what did angry. you wear 
I wore my spin the wheel, make the deal Halloween Havoc WCW shirt. It just okay, says good choice. At least yeah. it, at least it's like a retro. Yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. But and I know yeah. Malenko works for AEW now, so I didn't want to be like, which is good shit. I saw like that he was going to be on the podcast and I was like, John, <laughs> I'm so like... behind on quite literally every podcast I'm. And Drag Race. Yeah, I'm only on, for last podcast, I'm only on the um, Giant Humanoids episode. I don't even know where that is. It's, I just, it's I'm right like, oh, it's after Friday, JFK. I whatever it is. It's oh, right. really? Yeah. That's I'm, not too far behind. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, too far. we had Nyla Rose taking on Kenzie Page, who's apparently only 18. Uh, insufferable name. Kenzie. Kenzie Page. It's a terrible name. Yes. Um, also, she was trained by Kane, so but I don't know how much that gives her to Now, do you think she was trained by Kane or Dad Kane? Ooh. Which Kane? Well, Kenzie Page sounds like a new age, stupid little girl's name, so probably Dad Kane. So Dad Kane, yes. Yeah, it's a bad name. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> She got the shit kicked out of her. She does sell a good clothesline. Yeah, I mean, she, she looked good in the ring, I thought. Um, Nyla Rose just fucked her up that swanton bomb i paused it and rewinded and i went lauren come here and watch this she was like oh god uh and then three power brooms out of nyla she doesn't let anything hold her back ever no it's great she's a great promo too it's really good because i mean i remember that was supposed you know it was a big signing and i was kind of like i don't i guess so but now i'm like oh no this was perfect in every way it's also a big signing too because she's transgender yes so, and that makes sense. Fucking more power to her. Yes. Uh, she hit three power berms, as I put. <laughs> power berms. Power berms. Okay, if Cartman was doing this podcast. Um, and I will say during this, this is when I noticed that, and I know I spelt Burberry wrong, but whatever. No, you didn't. Oh, I didn't? Oh, great. No. Uh, MJF with the Burberry face mask telling the cameraman. It's, you to are give pronouncing him... it wrong, though. I am? It's Burberry. Burberry. Yeah, Burberry. So I spelled it correctly, but said it wrong. Yes. My God, what a time. Burberry. The Burberry face mask. It's okay. John, I'm going to give you two lessons right now. Oh, no. With with, like, I hate saying British because it's it's politically incorrect. With English names. Yes. It's uh, you usually have to the second half of a word is not pronounced in the way that you think it is. Okay. So if you see the word Lancashire. It's actually pronounced Lancashire. Yeah, right. Even though it's spelled Shire. So it's Lancashire. Mm-hmm. So anything like that, it's a sure. And okay. uh, Burberry, it's Burberry. Burberry. So you kind of rush, you rush, rush past it. Okay. So Burberry, yeah. So the Burberry fa- face mat. Oh, boy. You okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that he was telling the, the cameraman to give him six feet. I thought that was really funny. My mom dug the fuck out of that Burberry face mask. And the then we, we roll into MJF with a green screen, which Lauren was not impressed by. Uh, Damn and it, Lauren. He just cut out here cutting amazing promos. I did love the chair switch. I thought that was very funny. And then he didn't even sit new after they switched chairs. Yeah, he didn't even he sit. He stood up and then he stayed standing. And I was all about this until he stood up. <laughs> and then I noticed that his pants were about an inch too short. And I was like, no. no, no, ma'am. Can you hear my jaw popping, by the way? No. Okay, good. Great. I have TMJ really bad. Oh, no. And so it 
like eating bread is like the noisiest experience. So it's, and when I talk, sometimes it pops like super loud. So I apologize if that ever comes across on recordings. All right. Up next, we had a Sean Spears thing where he blames Cody for everything or something. Yeah. Do you follow Peyton and Maurice on Instagram? Absolutely. Her cooking videos are so funny. They're so darling. She makes him eat whatever she makes, and I love it. (laughs) Also, his whole spiel about being a protective older sibling because he's 11 years older than his brother. I was like, that is a constant mood. My 24-year-old brother is a growing boy, and I would die for him. (laughs) I tell him all the time, I'm like, have you been eating healthy? You're a growing boy. And he's like, I'm 24. And I'm like, you're a growing boy. (laughs) Uh, we, I held you when you was a baby. <laughs> we had Sean Spears and MJF at ringside, which is just great as always. And I love Tony's just like, all right, holy shit. Can you guys just fucking cut it out? I have things to say. I can't wait for Tony to snap. It's going to be great. <laughs> but uh, MJF is going to face, I believe, Jungle Boy at. At least terrified of that for some yes, reason. Which was weird. Uh, up next, we had. <laughs> We had Frankie Kazarian versus John Moxley, and I fell asleep watching this match and could not get into it. it. Okay, so Kazarian needs to keep the hair look. He looks much better. Yes. He looks younger. It's kind of a Randy Orton situation. Right. Um, I understand that SCU needs to be three bald guys, but yes, he should probably keep the hair. Right. You falling asleep, totally understandable, like, because there's only so many slugfests I can handle, especially from Moxley. Yeah. Who I will eternally love, but at the same time, this is the the second match for him where I was like, but. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are, you, what are you doing, Home Slice? Yeah, I was not feeling it. This is, uh, and I mean, unfortunately. You said that last Moxley match, you were like, I, I have like. Felt it was sleep. Moxley versus. Jake Hager. Jake also Hager. Also a slugfest. And I, I, unfortunately, John Moxley is the common denominator in both of those matches. I just hope this is a little, he's a lot, look, the man's allowed to have a slump in my, you know, in my viewing, because ever since he left WWE, he's been on fire. Every match he's had, I've been entertained by. Except for these. Except for these two. So it, he's allowed to have a lull if that's what's happening, but I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just the they they I think they're hyping up like the the street fighter type of character in him, right? Like the the street urchin type fighting that he does so well, uh, so naturally. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's only so many slugfests that I can handle. Bef- I and normally handling I my my I put an end at like one slugfest. Yeah, and then I'm good for like a year. Like, <laughs> Right. It's like listening to the Sublime album. Oh my god! Wow, what you know? What that is? What a comparison and an accurate one at that. I actually, uh, yeah, you listen to it once and then you're like, oh, wow, I think I'm good yeah. for like a year or two. <laughs> yes, I haven't listened to the Sublime <laughs> album actually probably since I was in high school. That is the wow, how no, prolific. I, I that can't be the only album that's like that too. There has to be more, but I, 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 I used people... to be like that with green day where I'd hear them okay. and I'd be like, all right, I'm good. Now I'm like, oh, I'll listen to green day whenever. Yeah. I, I can handle it, but it's like, I'm like that with, it's just gotten to the point where I'm like, I can listen to it. And then I'm like good for a year. And I don't know why that is. <laughs> and then people are like, why do you hate sublime? I'm like, I, 
like I'm on the same boat with Sublime that I am with Nirvana. I do not like Nirvana. See, to I me, like all Nirvana, I like Nirvana. Sounds, all Nirvana songs sound the same. This is like the, the that is one of the arguments on wrestling Twitter I will not get involved with just because Nirvana. It's, it's so annoying. I think Nick doesn't like Nirvana. I can't remember, but somebody dragged me into an argument once, and I was like, this isn't fair. I didn't ask to be in this, so I just don't talk about it. And the same with Ska. Like, there's some people that just fucking hate Ska, and I'm like, yeah, I hate being happy, well, too, I guess. You mean Ernesto? No. Ernesto, Ernesto likes Ska. Ernesto's the one that says, going to start a Ska band where we all play trumpets and our name's going to be Fuck It's Loud. Yes, it's funny. That's one of my favorite tweets ever. I mean... The, we picked a ska band as the Yakety Cast theme, so he can't hate ska. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> he that. He cannot. OG Yakety Cast fan, and I fucking forgot. Yeah, monkey. But that's one of $30 my favorite. Suit. That's one of my favorite tweets he's ever done. That's a very good tweet, I will say. <laughs> um, Yeah, so, I mean, the end of the match, I did fall asleep while watching this match and then proceeded to take a three-hour nap, so there was probably something uh, else wrong with me. But I watched the tail end of this match, and I will say the finish was pretty cool where Mox went for the roll-up and then ended up, I think, uh, hashtag maintaining risk control and hit the paradigm shift for the win, which I was like, that was cool. What, what things in matches are hashtags other than hashtag hardest part of the ring? Hashtag hardest part of the ring and hashtag maintaining risk control. I don't know if there's another one, but those those for sure. <laughs> hashtag hardest part of the ring is for sure. Like, yeah, there's no <laughs> way around it. Um, like sometimes you can you could hear commentators knowing that they're like, I feel like it's almost in their contract that they have to say that. And sometimes you can literally hear them cringing. Like, yeah. as they say, oh, the hardest part of the ring, knowing that it's like everyone knows already. You don't need to say that. Yeah. Some people were even born knowing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. After this match, the Dark Order is here. Uh, all the minions and the newest member, Ten, who we have yet to see wrestle, but he has been. Honestly, you know who it, it should be? Sean Spears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Where's the promo photo of Ten with. Sean Spears and Sean Spears just rolling his eyes. That's <laughs> funny. Um, and Brody Lee comes out and just decks Christopher Daniels with the chair. I'm pretty sure he's legit dead now. Cool. Um, Brody Lee then says a lot of things and says, I want to challenge you for the title. And in the most badass thing that only Moxley can do, he says, dude, I expected it. I don't know oh. why anybody would be surprised. All you had to do was ask and laughs at him, which was funny. Laughs at him and then quickly flips him off. Flips him off. And it then was just, ugh. it was great. And then uh, he is promptly uh, beat up again. It was good stuff. I like it. Wasn't, it was the dude. All you had to do was ask. Yes. Line. There was just like, oh my God. Like, ugh. Um, we I had expected a, it. Yeah. We had a Brandy Rhodes segment. I will say, though, obviously, because that's going to happen eventually. I do know that, well, Christopher Daniels can't be dead because it's Brody Lee Christopher Daniels next, next week. week. Yes. So he can't be dead. Right. Um, but whenever this Brody Lee, uh, I almost said Dean Ambrose, John Moxley thing happens, it's going to be Battle of the Johns with no H's. Yes. And that will happen at Double or Nothing. And I'm excited for the battle of john with no h yeah it should be fun and i'm not excited by about that name because we have discussed this before people will let our name john with no h there's something wrong i agree um 
Job with the nation's superior. Brody Lee also took the AEW championship, apparently. We did they confirmed that they act it was like a big deal. And I was like, okay, first of all, uh Ambrose did that and then he took it around with him in New Orleans. Yes, true. Do you remember that? Yes. That was a great Instagram moment. <laughs> him on like him on like a mechanical bull. Yeah. <laughs> we had Brandy Rhodes at a desk basically telling Jake Roberts she's gonna fuck his shit up or something. Then we Honestly, had I feel like she could. Stop trying to make it happen. QT Marshall versus Lance Archer. Uh, Lance Archer beat the shit out of QT Marshall. What does the QT sound for? I have no idea, and I honestly don't care to know. <laughs> um, yeah, he likes apples. That's great. Uh, I love Jake Roberts just laughing his ass off at ringside as Lance Archer just beats the shit out of QT Marshall. And we're furthering the Brit Brandy storyline where Brit takes off her shoe. And <laughs> I, I think she hits. Does she hit QT Marshall the first time? I don't know who she hits, but one of the commentators, I'm pretty sure. It was, was Tony. Tony said, said, girl, put that shoe on your foot. Girl, put that oh, shoe on your foot. Always looking out for his BFF. I laughed so hard. And then I love when Brandy throws the shoe and you can hear MJF go, Whoa! And then, <laughs> who throws a shoe, Brandy? <laughs> it was very funny. Um, surprised to no one, Lance Archer gets the win. Britt Baker hits Brandy with the DDT, which I thought was very fitting. Rolls her into the ring, and Jake has the fucking snake, and he does what he did back in the day and drapes it over Brandy's body. I saw him standing like ringside with like a bag thing. And yeah. I was like, that bag's too small to hold a snake. But what if? And then the <laughs> snake comes out. And my first note was, holy shit, Dustin for sure peed himself. Is he afraid of snakes? I'm afraid of he snakes is too. Yeah. absolutely fucking terrified of snakes. Man, man, oh and man. I, I texted him and I said, oh my God, the snake on AEW, don't lie, you peed yourself. And his response was, fucking terrified <laughs> like, <laughs> especially when he walked over to the side that he was at i was like that fucker was as far away from it as he possibly oh when he, he is so scared of when snakes. he attempted when he like faked out throwing the snake in the crowd yeah he was he's so scared of snakes and i was like well at least being scared of snakes is like a normal thing like my i am scared of grasshoppers oh wow so because they're unpredictable. They're, they're like six feet away and then they're on your face. Wow. True. You know? True. And they're like ballsy. It's like a grasshopper near you. They'll jump on you. It's like. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? I hate you. Go away. But that was very funny to me. We had a very interesting backstage interview with Darby Allen and Taz. Where Taz we'll basically. We'll call him Dobby Allen. Dobby Allen. Uh, Taz. Dobby Alan. <laughs> Taz basically says to Darby, you did you did a lot of things wrong in that match, but if you want to have a conversation off air, I can help you, which I Master's thought was given Dobby clothes. Yeah, which I thought was very strange. And I wonder what this is going to lead to. They I'm were also interested. in a basement. Yes. <laughs> I'm interested to see what it is. Now, I don't want Taz to be managing Darby. I think giving him advice and maybe also maybe giving him some moves to use like if darby started you feel like darby excuse me dobby is like one to take advice from anyone i don't think so but i wonder i don't think this is a one-off thing i think taz is going to persist a little bit and we'll see where it goes hmm. so it should be interesting main event time 
The Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara taking on Kenny Omega and Broken Matt Hardy. And before the match even starts, Suge D, Sugar Dunkerton, Pineapple Pete slapping Chris Jericho in the face. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. He don't let anyone tell him what to do. No. and that, Unless he's in fist. Very true. <laughs> then everyone tells him what to do. Um, my favorite JR line of the night is, can you imagine being in a PTA meeting? <laughs> to complete silence. I don't even understand it. <laughs> it's because he's like, can you, can you imagine being in a PTA meeting with broken Matt Hardy? And he comes in and he's all, can you imagine that? And everyone's like, what the? Because he has three kids. I don't fucking know. It was a reach. It was a reach, JR. But it, was, it was a reach. It was a Mauro Ranallo reach. Whoa. There was no pop culture reference in there. Fair, but it is. it was a reach. It was a, he wrote this last night and was very proud of himself reach, which is very Mauro yes. Ranallo. Yes. Um, broken Matt turning into regular Matt was very funny. They had a lot of fun with this. Um, it was crazy. I mean, granted, it was another like brawl, but this at least had the wrinkles of comedy in it. For my question is, do street fight street fight matches do not mean you have to wear jeans, right? No, because the the, the common denominator in this is both sides had one of them was wearing leather pants and the other one was wearing jeans. Yes, dad figure leather pants. Yeah, son jeans. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But. It was, it was a choice. I, I mean, but at least match so we know it's real. Yes. Um, big old splash off the ladder through the table onto Guevara. Um, looked like it'd be the end of the match, but Hager starts to get involved, and Hager and Hardy are fighting, and they they end up fighting out to the concession area. And I'm gonna say, man, getting hit with a big old bag of ice probably hurts so much. I know. And then afterwards, they're like, here's some ice. Yes. <laughs> but, oh, man, that has to hurt so bad. <laughs> I also because this shit, too. Yeah. It's also weird oh. that, like, I've never, I don't think I've seen anyone in a wrestling match been hit with a big bag of ice, but I don't know if it's not a good visual or they're just worried about it actually, like, hurting someone very seriously. But, man, big old bag of ice. Use what you got around you guys. I guess so. Uh, the running powerbomb into the steel door was crazy. Uh, those doors do have a lot of give, though, so it couldn't have been that bad. True. If it was, like, flat and, like, not wiggly. Yes. then But that it probably absorbed a lot. And also, Sammy Guevara's not very big. I was surprised it even moved at all. True. Uh, they yeah. after the I believe they hit Matt oh, Hardy with the, uh, with the ice. They threw him into the container yeah. of ice. Jericho put that road cone on his head and was cackling like a witch. <laughs> Which is now a shirt. It is? Yes. It's now oh. a shirt, him wearing the cone on the head, and it just says, ha, good. ha, ha, ha. Let's do it. Good. 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 Um, See, the people are on it with that, but there's no Starbucks Tony Schiavone mode. I, I don't get it. What I w I w actual fuck? So uh, Damascus, another Matt Hardy incarnation, arises from the ice machine. Isn't that the, the the original broken Matt Hardy? No, this is like the new the newest one, what? I believe. I don't know. Um, it's hard to follow, but also it's entertaining, so I don't really. It's fine. 
and he he gets into a golf cart and looks at the camera and goes, "I need you to document these events." And that then, was a good. That was a good Matt Hardy. Thank you. And then goes honk honk and honks the horn. It almost sounded like the the like it had a car alarm that went off. It was so but funny. First of all. The golf cart, they mentioned golf carts earlier when they went past them. And in my head, I was like, there's no way Matt Hardy is not using a golf cart in this match. There's no way. Yeah. And then it happened. And then it happened. Obviously. He he hits Jericho with it. Okay. So (laughs) this is also great. Man, you're on fire today. Jericho, he hit, he didn't even hit Jericho with it. Jericho fell onto that golf cart like a Russian insurance scammer. My God. Well, good thing they had a dash cam, so. Just oh, if they had a dash cam and one of them had like a baseball bat in the back of their in their trunk, then it would have been. <laughs> and then and then like Yakety Sax was playing like that one special that they did on the Daily Show where it was all of like the unaffected Russian people. Oh yes. <laughs> and the Russian cows getting tipped over in a in a truck and then just walking away like it was no big deal. Yes. Um, the all of the John Moxley cows. Um, but golf cart like Jericho. Just not selling that at all, but who was selling it? Was oh, my God. Far. So <laughs> Matt picks up Kenny, and they drive away as Sammy checks on Jericho, and then they come back around, and they're going pretty fast. And, I mean, Sammy Guevara with the bump of the century. He's had so many bumps in this century. Let's be real. I mean, the bump of the year, at least. Like, he full on, I don't know how much of that was Carr and how much of that was him, but he, he, he appeared that, like, to be he had fine. Been hit before. Yes. So, I mean, wow. It was crazy. If you haven't seen it, go watch it because it looks like he, he absolutely gets destroyed. And um, that turned into a meme, him getting chased. Yes. Oh, yes, it did. And um, we had the scissor lift with Omega going up top. I think he was attempting to do a moonsault through a table onto Jericho. Yeah, he was climbing up onto like the like the rails yes. of it and I was so scared that shit was going to tip over. Yeah. Cuz if you're like it's if it's tall like that and you're only leaning on one side, he wasn't in the basket of it. He wanted to like climb up on like the cage part of the basket. Right. Of it. I was like, "Oh, uh-uh, no, 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 no." But I assume someone, there were a couple of other people on the other side counterweighing that, making sure that didn't happen. But holy shit, what a moonsault by Omega off of that. It it was perfect. Everyone caught him. Unlike Codes Matodes. Yes. uh, This moonsault moonsault was epic. (gasps) It was, oh my lord, it was great. Um, And it looked like... Omega was going to hit the one-winged angel, but Santana and Ortiz make their surprise return. Inner circles at full force, and the sex gods win as they pose with the giant scoreboard screen behind them that says inner circle on it, and that's how we go off air with inner circle once again. And off the camera in front of all of those children. Yes, once again, ending the show on top. But next week, or this week rather, going to be a crazy show. We're going to have Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida versus Penelope Ford versus Chris Statlander. We're going to have Chris Chris Jericho versus Sugar Dunkerton. MJF's going to return to action. Jake the Snake Roberts and Lance Archer, they're going to be a-talking. Jurassic Express making their return against the best friends. Oh, my God. 
And Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels. Pretty stacked show for AEW. I can't AEW. wait for Trent to get killed by Luchasaurus. It's going to Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> so we have some questions before we get out of here. Yeah, Jaren sent me a couple as well. And we also have the outfit reviews. Oh, the outfit reviews. Let's do the outfit reviews first, Marianne. Let's do that. So We're going to toot it or asked, boot it a couple of the yeah. I had asked on Twitter... Um, for people to send me their best and worst gear or outfit choices from any era of promotion. And you guys can do this every week. It's fine with me. I do not care. I am judgmental 24 uh-huh. seven, seven days a week, 366 days out of the year. Oh, wow. um, and so Nick says the Bushwhackers. Yes. Now the Bushwhackers are uh, consistent. It's very hard to rate outfits for tag teams. Mm. Um, because the consistency makes it better. Right. And to be fair, like, it's consistent. It's on the ball. I'll, I'll, I'm going to toot it. Okay. Because it's, it's consistent, simple, and it matches. Yes, it always matches. I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's socially appropriate, <laughs> but it matches. It always matches. Even and everything back- has a purpose. There's yes. pockets inside their cargo pockets. There's probably, I'm guessing, um, it, it's consistent so i'm going to toot that what do you think john i'm also going to toot it i mean it's super simple and they have always matched there's never been a time where they didn't match and they they used to have so they had the black top with the the camo bottoms and then they had like the green top with the camo bottoms and the gray yeah it's simple it matches it's good matching is one thing because it can be a boot when you're matching yes but it's simple so it's it's simple and safe there is another group that somebody had tweeted us. You, do you have it pulled up right now? Pull, what? The the, group? The, the pictures that people sent me. Yes. Okay. So that is a, a case of not doing that. Oh, so, my God. Eminem? Yes. Eminem, which is John Morrison Molina, who is lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, what year was this, by the way? And this looks <laughs> Joey like, Mercury with hair. Um, I, I will look it up, but I'm very sure it was like 2011. And I'm looking at Joey Mercury with hair, and he looks a lot like shitty Josh. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't. Let me let me take a look at it. Oh, yeah. He looks like shitty Josh Ketch. A little and if you bit. guys know who that is, I'm sorry. Um, 2004, 2006. So that's where oh, we are. Her, yeah. top is, her top is very um, early 2000s, like earlier than that, late 90s. Mm. Interesting. Um, so let me pop this up. She's got... Her hair, my aunt had hair like that. She's got highlights, low lights that are like red shade and then blonde on top of it mm-hmm. with uh, some tinsley fringe. Oh, those are sequins. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Um, the color scheme. I'm a fan of the color scheme. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had seen the whole tights, I think I would. Okay, but the tights, do you have a gaudy Ed Hardy cross type thing on them? Mm. I can't really see the full outfit. The jackets are fucking god awful. <laughs> are those butterflies? What is happening? It's 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 not a it's not a, a good I'm, I'm choice. I'm sure it was expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey Mercury looks great. Um, John Morrison looks exactly the same. Suspicious, but I love the color scheme and the jackets. Like the color, like the color scheme. It's got like a blue undertone on it. The jackets uh-huh. are a fucking boot, by the way. Okay. Um, yeah, purely, actually, 
it's hard to tutor boot an outfit if you're not familiar really with what the gimmick is. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like I'm I'm looking at it and normally if you gave me like if Jericho came out in that jacket, I'd be like, yes, bitch, work. Uh-huh. You know? But it really kind of depends. But I think the main like the going towards is it's supposed to be sleazy. Right. And it works. See, the thing is, if you gave me any outfit of Fandango's, it would be a toot. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially his Lisa Frank pants with the silhouette of himself on them. Fucking two. That's like, might even be a shoot. I fucking love those. I love that gear. Her outfit's the worst. I hate it. Um, Her hair is also bad. My I love God. Melina, though. It, it's just that it's, uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it's a toot, mostly because I'm not as familiar with who it is that I'm You're looking tooting at. It? I mean, I know, no, I'm booting it, booting but it. I'm, not as, I'm not as familiar with what it is that I'm looking at and the, the gimmick that goes along with it. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, but I could still, okay. So the other one is, who is this, John? This is Milano Collection AT. Let me pull it up here. Uh, he is he is a now retired uh, wrestler. He is a commentator for New Japan. He's Japanese, but he has the gimmick of an Italian. Yes, of an Italian. Is he holding a invisible dog leash? Absolutely. Holy shit balls! He has an invisible dog, which it, the name escapes me right now. But he has a uh, he has an invisible dog, and obviously the year is two thousand two because he's wearing two thousand two glasses. Mikaru. It is. Oh, that's awful. Um, I, I'm. I just the first thing I thought when I looked at this is obviously it's Italy, but I was like, it looks like he's wearing Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> it literally, it literally just looks like he's. Wearing Cinco de Mayo, if it was an outfit, an Italian um, fashion aficionado slash supermodel wearing lavish coats and trunks and walking to the ring with an invisible dog. Okay, so this is like a mixture of Tyler Breeze and Fandango, like a weird mixture. I cannot speak to it, but sure. It the I'm shocked they don't have an invisible dog. <laughs> They're dumb enough. Um, oh my god, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the jacket in the last picture. And as much as I absolutely loathe, and people that know me like really well know that I hate red and green put together mm-hmm. when it's not Christmas. So I hate that color combination right. a lot. Um, that being said, the jacket itself and the pattern that it is, mm. I'm going to toot it. Okay. Because, and if you guys want to know what pictures we're talking about, when look up the question I asked on Twitter and people had responded with this. This one's from Chris. Um, I hate red and green together. I'm looking at it. I'm just getting angry, but I love the pattern on it a lot. Mm-hmm. If it was, and it could be any other color combination except for Halloween or Bumblebee. Yes. And Bumblebee, maybe not that bad, but uh, especially if it was uh, Sanrio Bumblebee. Uh, <laughs> Kenta. Kenta, uh, brown and yellow. Fuck. Um, <laughs> no thanks. But yeah, like if it was any other color combination, I'd be like, that's fierce. I yeah. love that. RuPaul would wear that. So yeah, that's gonna it's gonna be a toot. But still, I'm looking at it, and it is Cinco de Mayo outfit. There you go. So so um, Jaron did have a couple that he just said to me. I said, what are two outfits that you are not a fan of? And he said, Christopher Daniels bell bottoms. Oh yeah. That's Do you a, agree? That's a boot for me. Or that's a boot it's, for me. It's a fucking boot. <laughs> Unless you're, if you're trying to be taken seriously, do not wear bell bottoms. The, the f- only person that could be taken seriously that wears bell bottoms is Ultramantis Black. Yes. The end. 
Uh, and Christopher Daniels' Fallen Angel gear is way better. It is bell bottoms is a look. You can't do it unless you're Fondango or Ultramantis Black, which I have been meaning to cosplay. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. I forgot. Yeah. Um, that would be such a good cosplay. It would. Um, and then his other one was um or John Morrison's Ed Hardy Bedazzle Wrestle Jeans, which I believe were also oh. bell bottoms. And I remember when we were reviewing Lucha Underground, yes. I very loudly hated these pants mm-hmm. because they're bedazzled. Very Ed Hardy. Um, but mostly because they had pockets in the back were not fun- which were not functioning pockets. Mm. And you know how I feel about that. Yes. Do not, not add pockets as a feature if they're not functioning pockets. Yes. Just don't fucking do it. Yes. It's not okay. Um, but we're going to get into questions right now. Those were two of Jaren's, and I agree with both of them. They're awful. Okay. So our questions, we have two from uh, Justin. The first one is, once quarantine is over, which wrestling show are you most excited to go back to? Go physically to? Yes, it's PWG. and it's. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was. That's why I was asking physically. Yeah, yeah. PWG for sure. Or I'll, I'll look forward to whoever APW is able to book or West Coast Pro. Yes. So, because I, I know they had Danhausen on the cards, and I yeah. love Danhausen. I would love to see him live. Um, but yeah, PWG for sure. Yes. Also, because I'm planning on traveling down that way anyway. If I can get all of my trip figured out, right on the same weekend. Holy shit balls! It's a go. Um, other question from Justin is: If you and Marianne were a real tag team, what's your te- <laughs> what's your team name and what's your gimmick? Our, our team name is Brit and Tony, and we are Britt Baker and Tony Schiavone. <laughs> All right, so let's – I think the first thing, Marianne, we should figure out is uh, if we're going to be a tag team, we need a color scheme. What are you thinking? It's not going to be Mets colors, John. I'm sorry. That's fine. I look good in other colors. <laughs> what are we What are we thinking here? Um, I mean, we could just go I'm full on Slytherin. The fashionista – that's mm, – bitch. The, the fashionista in my head is going – john's complexion what color tones work with that i feel like john could pull off a deep purple like that's literally what went through my head yeah i mean i have that that chris hero deep purple shirt so uh i'm fine with i feel purple. like you could definitely pull off deep purple burgundy is a color anyone can pull off okay. especially if it's like the red toned burgundy i love burgundy gear you know how i feel about uh, ricochet's yes. burgundy gear which he was like i have new tights now i'm like i don't give a shit <laughs> these were dope um his dark greens ones with the same pattern were really cool too. But yeah, probably like Slytherin gear, like a gray. Mm, it's a, it depends on how, how are you doing trunks or tights? Oh, that's a good question. I think I would do, I would do trunks, but not, I would do like half trunks. What are the, I don't even know what they're called. They're like Just shorts. Boxer briefs. Mm, <laughs> a little longer, I think. Yeah. They're, so what, so what uh, Simon Gotch wears? Yes, that that. Oh, sorry. You just made the list. Yes, that length. It's like you felt the face I was making. I was smiling like a yeah. fucking idiot. That length um, of, of. I asked him type. for ugly outfits because I know he has some that'll some good ones lined up. They're probably all <laughs> Japanese wrestlers for sure. So I'll get to those next week. But um, obviously, like I would do like the the mini shorts kind of. Yeah, I want to say like a dark green. Okay. Like, cause you want to stay away from light, like light blues and stuff that really shows when you sweat. Right. Awful. Yes. Light colors don't do it. Um, like at all. So yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards, would we, would we do like a silver or a gray? I'm fine or, with either. I think gray, gray is interesting. Cause I feel or like I would do gray silver, otherwise known as gunmetal. I'm fine with gunmetal. That would be cool. 
that would be i think that would be cool um you would just look like a ginger well you people you're redhead right no are you sure i'm very sure <laughs> i'm asking you and it's your fucking hair <laughs> <laughs> i always for some reason thought you were like strawberry blonde mm, uh when i was a kid i was okay yeah, yeah. so like my brother mm-hmm. um yeah, so I would say like dark green and like a gunmetal. Okay. Maybe. If 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 we didn't have to go full Slytherin, like real in there, I could say you could even put a a deep purple mm. mixed in there. Okay. Maybe. Don't make me think too hard about this because I will sketch up shit, John. Okay. I will okay. go there. Do we yeah. um do we have a team name? Um I feel like this is actually a really easy question and neither of us is like a team name. I can't really, I can't really think of it's going to be one of those things that after we're done recording and we've both signed off, we're like, Oh fuck, that's perfect. It's probably like a joke we made in a past episode. Yeah. I don't know what the gimmick would be. I, I, I think we would just be heels. It'd just be easier. Oh yeah. It would be easier because that's just duh. Um, it's a good question. It's a very good question. We could, we could come back to it. With team yeah, but name. last time we said we were going to come back to something we forgot, and I don't even remember what that question was. I don't either, but I can't think of a team name uh, right now. I feel like it would be really funny, though. Yeah. Would it be a pun? No, if we're if we're heels, I don't think it should be a pun. Well, that's not true. Heels have pun names. What would your move be? Because we all know what mine would be. I tweeted about it earlier. What would my... Somebody said this is an underrated tweet, and I was like, that's because it's the truest thing I've ever said. The Adam Driver. Yes, it would be a pile driver variation called the Adam Driver. And then if I had a little tweaked one, it would be a mini driver. Uh, I'm not sure what my finisher would be. I would probably do the greetings from Asbury Park because it's one of my favorite finishers. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow did it. So I would even let you do like dark green and like gunmetal with like purple flames. I would even let you do Fair. That. Let's do Just it. Just Bam Bam Bigelow flames. I, I would love let it. you. That's good. I'm good, good with that. Um, I would let you and I'd, I'd call it the elevator because why not? It's a pun and I like it. Well, I, obviously it's a pun. I have been okay. Okay, bitch. I just remembered something I didn't tell you. So <laughs> my brother, remember me complaining last week about my brother wearing sandals? socks and sandals. Yes. Socks and sandals. He fucking shows up to our house wearing socks and sandals. Did I send you the video? You did. Oh my God. And he says to me, he sits in the backyard and he goes, mom, look, I darned one of my socks myself. And I almost threw up. <laughs> it was the grossest thing. He was like, they're called, oh God, they're called Chacos. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like a specific like style of something. I don't even know. I don't want to think about it. It's fucking awful. And it, ugh, you guys, ugh, it was so bad. But um, he also made me hand him a banana wrapped in a paper towel. <laughs> and then I find out later this week. Um, I, well, I told my friend Kane and my friend Kane said, oh God, he's my friend Kane, who's native American said he's gone full native. We need to put him down like old yeller. Uh, oh my God. It's bad. Um, and then I find out later this week, my mom said that Sam has grown, uh, a liking towards black licorice. Oh, he told my mom, he's like, oh mom, do you know what I have? I have some black licorice in my pockets right now. I've been snacking on it. I was like, you're snacking out of things in your pockets like an so old weird. person. And also what's black licorice, which is liked by literally no one but old people. And then I told my other brother and he said, ew, somebody needs to stop this man before it's too late. Fuck my that. God. No, ma'am. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Like after that, I don't even know how we got onto this. Socks with sandals. That's what it was. Socks with sandals, puns. yes. No, 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 no. It was it was because you made a pun. And I said to my friend Josh, I was like, it's socks with sandals because my brother's name is Sam. And I was really proud of that joke. Woof. 
Um, <laughs> Woof. So Nick asks, where did I leave my keys? And Nick, I'm not sure. Um, probably in the living room. Because you used to live with him? Yes, probably in the living and room. I put weird. I wouldn't lose my keys in the living. I'm the type of person that would have it like hidden under my covers on accident or under one of my pillows because I like fucked everything up. But I'm mm. also the type of person that puts the remote in the fridge. Fair. So has anyone ever done that? Remote in the fridge? I have not. Like a remote or the phone or something like that. Something that's not supposed to go in the fridge and you're just like on autopilot. Okay, just me. That's fine. <laughs> Sounds like just you. Is that all the questions? Because Jaren does have one. That is all of the questions thus far. Okay. Jaren's question is, since today, obviously it's Sunday, since it's Mother's Day, can we talk about that time that Snitsky punted Lita's aborted child? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so weird. That was so weird. <laughs> that was so weird and unnecessary, and I don't know. <laughs> Woof. All right. Oh, my jaw just cracked really bad. It's like the weird. Is that the weirdest thing that's happened? No, it's definitely not. <laughs> is it one of the most embarrassing things that's happened in wrestling? No. Uh-oh. Oh, no. John's yawning. It's yeah. not time, you it's guys. T- it's time I, to go. I am scared to know what the worst thing that's happened in wrestling is. But I mean, yeah. there's... How long do you have? Uh, <laughs> there's is a before lot. Before you fall asleep? Uh, I don't know. But, okay, let's let's wrap it up here. <laughs> you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. Oh, my God. Yawns are continuing to oh, be no. a podcast. Holy shit. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow Westeros Bacon Cheeseburger at JP Thrice. That commercial came on during when I was watching APW, oh, a commercial man. for Western Bacon it. Cheeseburger. That fucking sounds so good right now. I Holy want one shit. so bad. <laughs> I know I'm going to drive over to Carl's Jr. and end up going to Jack in the Box and getting a Lucky in an Ultimate Cheeseburger. I might. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Also, Dateline has a new murder podcast that apparently has a, is the number one subscribed podcast in the world at the moment. Huh. Uh, yeah. It's like an episodic murder one, which I listened to the first episode. is pretty good. Nice. So, yeah, just speaking of that. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you have an independent wrestler or a friend who is an artist who is not working right now go support them go to dan housen he dan housen's uh tweeted about hire me with a bunch of eyes there you so go that sounds pretty desperate there you go go support dan housen he's very Get funny. his tarot card one it's really cool yes it's very cool looking but that is it for us this week join us again next week there's only one thing left to do so marianne if you leave ring the bell housen This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.